get ready. Yeah. Y'all ready for some live shit? Welcome. Welcome to the D, baby. It's all live down here. What you see is all real. What up, though? What up, though? Welcome back to the Web Podcast, episode 117. Yep. And uh, we are approaching, uh, we're in January, approaching MLK weekend. Yeah. Uh, does it, anything crazy happen on MLK weekend? Like, I mean, the cra- craziest thing to me is just having a day off work. Oh, you, you get that? a three-day weekend on deck. Yeah. I don't. Well, I got a three-day weekend, but I took it off. Like, well, we don't. No, I, yeah, I just got a naturally three-day weekend on deck. So, man, yeah, I'm ready to that's, have a nice that's, little weekend. That's, that's nice of your employer, dude. We get like the we get like the least holiday. Like, it had to be like the sanctioned holidays. Like, I had New Year's Day off. Martin Luther King Day is a sanctioned holiday. Not as far as my job. Hey, uh, sounds like a lawsuit. Maybe. <laughs> like houseway. Maybe, we not? maybe they don't recognize. I, I, I don't know why they <laughs> don't. Be like, hey, yeah, we don't. Like, Martin Luther King Day is like a legit fucking holiday. So you can just be like, yeah, we're not going to nod that shit. Like, so if you say, like, we're not going to nod Martin Luther King Day, then you can't nod Christmas or things like these are all like on same level. Like, I would, I guess, holidays. I mean, I get it. And I'm, I'm, you know, I would rather, you know, have it off and not have to take it off. But. I would been. I think I would be more upset if it was like we didn't get MLK Day off and then we got like Columbus Day off or some <laughs> shit like that. Then I'd be like, you know what, you motherfuckers are some some bullshit. <laughs> right. If y'all go give me that and not give me this or whatever. But yeah, I don't, I don't get like my my past jobs, man. I had MLK off, MLK Day off. I had uh whatever like Good Friday. Yeah. Had yeah. that off. Um. Now, the next day I get off paid is Memorial Day. Then uh, from right now, yeah, from now I don't get another day off uh, paid day into Memorial Day. Yeah. But ain't nothing well, other between everybody. that. Yeah, I think yeah. everybody is other kind of like then yeah. like Fourth uh, uh, of July and then Labor Day. Yeah. Okay. What? Wait. That's in, well. Um. There's wait, nothing between. I feel like that, you're missing though. something. There's nothing between. Nothing between Fourth uh, of July. Memorial Fourth Day, Fourth of July, and then Labor. But that's typical, Damn. though. Oh yeah, I, yeah, yeah I guess it is. But I know I feel like something should be in there. I don't. Well, like I say, I would I, Easter. You know, I got good. I think I had that's good always Friday. On Sunday. Yeah, but I got good for I I've gotten good Friday off. That's the one. Like that's some people one. get good Friday. Some don't. I know. I know. I don't get good Friday. I had good Friday off, and then I had whatever. Some whatever. It, it, it had to be good Friday because I can't, I can't think of the other day that would be around March. March uh or April or whatever. Yeah. But yeah. They they're weird about that. But anyway. But I, I, I am taking it off though. That works. But so, uh, I'm taking oh. it off because I'm going to Chicago for the weekend. So that should be fun. Hopefully get a chance to do some shit I want to do. Well I don't know. That's like I hear always, you know, people go to Chicago and not in the people don't never really talk about shit going in the colder months. Like people going like the warmer months, and they may you know go to the you know off the, the water or some crazy shit. But colder months, I don't know what the fuck. Um, I just want to hit it. Like if I could hit one of the cigar spots I want to go to, and 
hit yoke, I'm fine. Man, like so, how often have you been to yoke? Like a like a one time joint? Like, are you familiar with it? Like, yeah, yeah, I've ever? been there. I've been there a few times. Yeah. Man, yoke is so fucking fire, man. Yo, it's a if, fucking if you like me, I'm a I'm a heavy heavy breakfast dude. I'm, if you're like, heavy, my shit. If you're heavy in the breakfast and you're heavy in the eggs, yoke is the fucking place to be. Like it is. Like I don't know how many how um many other places yoke is besides Chicago. Cause I've never been yeah, to one. Other, I've never been to one outside of Chicago. But yoke is the fucking truth. I think that it was is. A, yoke was the first time I tried I like a Mexican omelet. Mm-hmm. With like the uh, salsa and avocado and all that shit, man. And I just wanted to just make love to the fucking plate and shit. <laughs> like you, my bitch today, nigga. <laughs> so yeah, it's, it's fire, man. I love it. I love I love yo. I had um I went to a place in Chicago. I think it was called um oh man I can't remember if, if this was the name of the place. No, it was called like Wildberry or something like okay. that. I'm not familiar. And that was fire too. Like um, yeah, you you would have to Google it. I'm pretty sure it's called Wildberry. Okay. And uh, I went to that place in Chicago. That shit was fire too. Like it it was it was solid. So uh yeah, Wildberry and Yo Wildberry had like a crazy fucking wait when I went there. Like we were sitting outside chilling because it's next to like like some major park. I think it's where the uh the Bean is at. Oh uh, okay okay okay. And yeah. um. So we just kind of like chilled in that area waiting to get in that bitch. But like Wild Bear was fire too. Yeah. So like if you can hit that bitch up, great. But yeah, Yoke is fire. So I'm going to uh, um, Saturday when we get there. I'm going to probably go to that Uno's Pizza place. That shit fire. So I'm going to probably go there, get there. And then we're supposed to go to um, an escape room when we get there. Um, well, well, the the Uno uh, shit is, wait, what did you say? The, the Uno is like pizzeria or some shit. Where, where, where you say he was gonna go? You said Uno, right? Yeah. The um, there's a spot called uh, somewhere the G, like Georgino's or some Gorgano, shit like that. Gorgano, uh, yeah, that Georgia. place, bruh. Yeah, that's what. Uh, that shit fire. They, they they deliver shit to your crib. Like you can order the shit and they'll send it to you frozen. You all you gotta do is throw it in the oven. Or is it Gordano's? Gord- it's something G- like that. Yeah. Giordano's or something. What some shit like that? Well, Tony, but, he always talking about it. Yeah, get that shit. Now, bro, that a sandwich man. place or is that a... It's a pizza place. Pizza place, okay. Deep this, deep this pizza place. And you can get that shit sent to your crib. Like, you can buy a fucking frozen joint and get it sent to your crib. And you just, you know, throw it in the oven and cook it. Man, that place is so fucking fire, dog. Yeah, I, I want to... I really wanted to, wanted to go. They got this... Uh, they do this, this place that does beer and... It's like a beer and bacon tasting and shit. Ooh, but goodness. I know, man, but they only do it on Saturdays and the shit we got planned is going to be beyond that time and shit. So we won't go. But it's able- also less important because <laughs> I don't even know what it is, but I know it's less important the, than it, going to get. Uh, it's the fucking escape room. But actually, eh. I take that back. It's supposed to. <laughs> we got escape I, room here. I think that place <laughs> go from like one to one to three, but we won't get there. The timing isn't right somehow, I think, but. I don't know. I, I was just kind of upset about that. But I think I'm still want to go to the actual. It's called Patty something, um, mm-hmm. the place or whatever that does that. So, um, well, whatever. So, like I say, do the skate room Saturday. I'm gonna try, probably go to the, uh, Uno's Saturday as well. Um, probably go to some dinner su- Saturday night. And then Sunday, um, I'm really just trying to hit up a, a cigar spot. Um 
and whatever. Yoke, or actually, Yoke, I'm sorry, Sunday Yoke, definitely. And then uh, I want to try to hit up a cigar spot that I've, been, I've heard about, uh, this place called Blue Havana. And then they got another uh, cigar place. Uh, one of the guys, uh, the guy Alex from the cigar group, yeah. it's some like weird ass mansion that has like a, a cigar lounge in it. Hmm. So uh, I think it's called, is it Biggs Mansion or some shit like that? And they have a, uh, they have you know, a, cigar, a cigar lounge in it or whatever. Hmm. So um, yeah, got a, uh, like that's, that's so in- intriguing to me to be able to go to a different city and like dibble and dabble in their cigar spots and shit. See, like that's that. the thing because I'm, you know, I, I think sometimes you you find things that are like uh, native to you know that's that that area or whatever. It's funny the place is on Dearborn Street, um, <laughs> but you know I, I'm curious to see what what's popular in other places, especially now I. Since I, you know, been I haven't really traveled much since I've been um, smoking cigars, mm-hmm. so I haven't really been no other places and shit there, you know. So I'm curious to see like what are they like, you know, local stuff. What you know, so um, I heard about a place I was I was I mentioned it earlier I uh, offline uh, mentioned it's it's this cigar place in Kalamazoo. I'm gonna stop by a uh, cigar guy I know was telling me that you know they have pretty good sticks at decent prices. So I'm gonna probably stop there Monday on the way back home um, as I'm uh, celebrating MLK Day. Uh, so so you know people have you know for, for you and some and others you know people have MLK Day off. But do you ever feel the need to do any like service stuff for like MLK Day? Because a lot oh. of people do like service like things like no i don't i don't believe in that. <laughs> uh, that i don't i don't yeah no i don't i don't subscribe to that like i, I don't know i'm i'm i don't like like volunteering and shit like that i mean i i, I don't <laughs> it, it, it's always some shit that i don't want to do and it's like i'm not gonna do it because it's like oh it's volunteering so it's good like it's, I, I don't know it's always some shit i don't want to do like let's pack up boxes and ship shit off to wherever and like that shit bothers me because i spent like the vast majority of my working life uh in a warehouse like packing up boxes oh yeah i, I did and sending shit off and like myself. doing like hard labor so if somebody come to me like hey man we want you uh we want to do some volunteering and it's packing up boxes and shipping shit off it's like fuck out of here man i spent my whole fucking life doing shit like that i appreciate the fact that i spend my day on a computer at a desk doing you know uh, menial ass fucking um, just computer shit. Like I appreciate that. So I I don't. For me, volunteering is like bullshit because I don't like fucking volunteering because it's always some shit that I spent the vast majority of my working life doing and I hate it. So I'm like I'm not gonna do it for free, cause, knowing that I hate it. And it's like our job is like, hey, we will pay you guys. Like, cause when I do volunteering at work, it's like, okay, you go do this volunteering shit. And we pay you. It's it, I'm paid. I'm like I don't have to clock Is out. Is it really volunteering if you're paid though? It's not. It's not. I can I can I can just do it. Like I, I don't have to clock out or do some kind of like uh you know hey I'm doing this now so comp me this money or whatever whatever the case may be if 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 it's some work related volunteering I can just fucking just like go to the shit and I, I stay on the clock so I still get paid for it but it's like I don't want to do like. 
I don't want to call it hard labor because it's not hard, but like I don't want to do like warehouse shit, like packing up boxes and shipping shit off and all. I don't want to do that shit because I spent my whole working life doing that shit and I hated it. I appreciate the fact that I have a desk job now, so I don't want to do that shit. I mean, but so so what was your idea if you if you if you had the option of on a doing volunteering or something that you wouldn't mind doing? Like, what would you consider? Because typically volunteering and stuff like that is it, it, it typically end up being something like a I won't say hard labor, but you know labor intensive like you yeah, say, it's serving food, like pox, yeah. packing boxes. So if you had a, a a chance to do something that you know was something that you wouldn't mind doing, like what do you think it would be there? I think the the thing that I've done that I have the least amount of uh, <laughs> anger toward is like doing some shit where I'm like serving food. Oh, okay, yeah. Like that doesn't really bother me too much. And then um, if I could do something like at a Pistons game or something where I'm like slanging the uh, uh, the thing where uh, um, it's like a raffle almost that they mm-hmm. have at Pistons games where you can um, you can buy raffle tickets or whatever and they like pull a number and then whoever wins wins the pot from everybody who bought raffle tickets like shit like that i wouldn't really mind but like for me i just kind of want to just do my fucking work shit and just be done with it i don't i don't like volunteering like it 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 irritates me because it it's always shit that i spent my whole work life doing that i hated so i'm like i don't want to do it even if i'm getting paid my regular fucking uh salary to do it it's still like i don't want to do that shit because i hated it when i did it for right. a living oh, yeah. so i, I, I don't want to do it quote unquote for free even though i still get paid my regular salary for it i don't want to do it because i hate it so yeah i don't know i don't like volunteering i usually use my they give us my job gives us eight hours a year where we can just use our uh what they call volunteer time for whatever the fuck we want and it's Typically for shit that's outside of the company, because our our company is heavy on uh, volunteering for whatever whatever shit like you know clean up the neighborhood and right. you know Plant typical volunteer shit, shit right. So you can do that shit. You don't have to clock out. You just do it and whatever. And then they give you an additional eight hours of that of volunteer time that's actually for volunteering, right? And it's outside of the company sponsored shit. And you can use it for that. So, like, say my son is like, hey, dad, I have a, uh, you know, we have our Halloween party or some shit at school. Um, I can volunteer for that and use my eight hours for some uh, non-sanctioned company shit. That's actually kind of dope, man. It, no, it is, though. And that's what I use it for. Like, last year, I used it for that exact purpose. He had, like, a um, on the last day of school, they had a... Uh, I don't know, just like a uh, like a get together kind of thing, like where everybody just kind of like plays games and like it. It wasn't like a real school day. It was just like you know, just like fucking around and shit. And they needed volunteers for it, so I used my eight hours of my actual volunteer time for outside company shit, and I used it for that. So I took a day off work and I got put. I got paid the full eight hours, but I went to his school and I was probably there for like. Like two or three hours. I went home and fucking took a nap and shit. Like I got paid for the full eight hours. And like that's how I that's how I like to use my volunteer time. Like I'll take my eight volunteer hours, I go go to my son's school, 
I'll fuck around with him, kick it with him. Like, yeah, me and my boy, we just kicking it. I'm watching him hoop, do whatever the fuck he does. And then I go home and take a nap, and then I get paid for eight hours of volunteer time. That's That's, that's my ideal shit. I don't want to fucking go and pack up fucking fruit and boxes and ship it off to poor people and all that shit. Like, it's like I I, I appreciate the uh, concept, but I don't want to do it. So, yeah. I'm an asshole, but fuck it. I don't care. (laughs) So, speaking of asshole shit, I... So I'm I'm getting gas, and so I was at every minute at BP on like gas, out of, like in a car. Yeah, car. Okay. I was yeah get car gas. Not like farting. No, 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 okay, no. Yeah, no yeah. It wasn't <laughs> flagellous. That's just getting getting um, gas for the car. And uh, I put in um, gas station right at like 96 and out of drive, like that BP yeah, you seen yeah. over there. Yeah. And so that bitch was packed. So I'm trying to wait for a spot to get open. I don't know why it was just packed. It just was a bunch of motherfuckers there. Yeah, it's randomly. Weird. This is earlier today, and so I wait for this. I was waiting for this one car because I was wanting to go to this one because my you know gas tank is on that side. So I'm like, cool. Right. But this one opened up, but I had to turn around. Right. So I turn around, back in, get in, and I'm looking at the the thing, and I don't see the screen lit. I'm like, fuck! I gotta go in here to fucking pay for gas. And I see this lady yell out her car like, I just paid to park, uh, paid to get gas. I'm thinking like, how the fuck you paying for gas at a fucking st- uh, what thing that you ain't even have a fucking a car at? The fuck? Like she paid for gas. Like she asked for that pump apparently because I guess none of the uh, the car readers work at the at the at none of them. And so she went in and paid for gas at that one, and. Assuming that no one's gonna be there when she came back out to park her car there. Okay, that was a dumb assumption. Dog, I was so pissed, dog. And then she like had an attitude about it. Cause I'm like looking at buttons. I'm trying to figure out. I didn't know that you couldn't put your car in. So mm-hmm. I'm looking, man. I don't know why I was so pissed. I just, I almost want to ram her, dog. I was just so <laughs> fucking mad. Like, how are you gonna pay for gas as a fucking like? You're not even there yet, dude. That's not how it works. That's not how it works, <laughs> That's not how it dog. Works. Oh, so and I was thinking like, am I wrong? Like, what the fuck? No. Yeah, it totally pissed me off, dog. I, I was just, I was, I was outdone. But I don't know why that just irritated me so much today. I was just, you know, just a stressful day at work. I just want to get fucking gas so I can go fucking home. And then right. this shit happens. I, I was sick, dog. Straight sick. But <laughs> whatever. That was just random ass. Uh, random bitches be wildin bitches be uh, wildin dog <laughs> commentary just random ass fucking shit so um let's go we have a uh a email if you uh, want to hit that or you want to um no yeah else. yeah yeah let's uh yeah let's do that um so uh we have one email this week from blue who has been on the podcast before we actually recorded a podcast at his crib back in our early podcasting days that shit was yep. probably Man, this is probably like early first a year, two years right. ago. It was it's dated. But we we recorded a podcast at his crib and um he sent in an email, so I mean I haven't read it, so uh we can read it now and see, see if we say. have anything to uh, contribute. So he said, um so this may this may seem I think he meant seem a bit too much about my Yeah, no, he said so this may say a bit a bit too much about my personal life. But I thought it was funny enough to share. Um, Donald Trump reminds me of the type of guy that wants younger guys to fuck his wife while he watches. 
<laughs> if you notice, she is never really with him. And when she is, she's using the background. He said he would bang his daughter. Yeah, that's true. He did say that. Well, theoretically. Uh, there's a woman saying he raped her when she was a kid. And he admitted to being friends and liking the same type of women as a convicted pedophile. I'm sure he has some weird kinks. Would you guys agree? Um, I agree that he has weird kinks? Or Yeah. And absolutely. I mean, we... So did you... This actually kind of like flows into something I kind of wanted to discuss. Um, did you see the... Um, what was it called? The, uh, the dossier from the... Um, his whole interaction with Russia and shit, where they're talking about he was like, had bitches pissed on the bed and shit like that. So I've been <laughs> so short answer is no, and I've been trying to understand like, did he really have some chicks piss on him? Like, what did this evolve from? Like, I didn't, I didn't get this, I didn't, I didn't so, understand. So I pulled up the um actual fucking documentation right. So what it was was that there were um rumors and and. I don't want to say documents, but there were rumors and discussions that he had hit him and his staff had interactions with Russia. And there was a dossier that came out that showed that Buzzfeed and CNN posted. They were basically like, Hey, here's what we got. We're going to show it to you guys and you can make your own judgment. We're not saying this is what happened. And all this is completely substantiated. It's not like, Oh, uh, this is what happened. It's like these are all kind of like rumors, like okay. And th- these are the rumors that we were told. Here's what we were told. Here's what we saw, and do it, do with it what you will. And the shit that I downloaded was like 35 pages. I I didn't read the whole shit, but there was a portion of it, and this is the part that Blue was referring to. There's a portion of it where. Um, they talk about Trump, um, rented out the, not rented out, but he, um, stayed in the presidential suite in, uh, Moscow at some, I don't know, whatever fancy ass hotel they got in Moscow, the presidential suite where he knew that Barack and Michelle had stayed at. And he was so much like, uh, fuck them niggas. I don't, I don't care about them. Fuck them. That he hired prostitutes to come in and fucking like piss on the bed, like some like fucking golden shower type piss shit. Piss on the bed that he had to sleep in? Piss on the bed that he knew that Barack and Michelle frequented. Ah, oh, get the fuck out of here. Yeah, it, it's some crazy shit. Like, it's totally unsubstantiated rumors, whatever. But the idea is that he had uh, prostitutes that came in and did like golden shower type shit on this fucking bed knowing that Brock and o- Brock and Michelle stayed in that uh room and yeah so um <laughs> why the fuck would <laughs> uh <laughs> I mean yeah I mean, I mean that's really what it is like <laughs> it's really that's really what it is that they say that, like what, that what, he what had is the end, piss what, in the fucking bed. So what is the end goal? Because he hate them niggas. He was like, yeah, I don't like them, so let's have them piss on that spot. I that mean, what's the end goal of a place? Like hotels don't change sheets. Like, but, what's the end goal of of 
they've been there already. They're gone. It's not like they're gonna be there again. Like not like you saying let me put some of these sheets before they pull up. Like, <laughs> right. Yeah, it's just that'd be way more interesting. Yeah, way more. But yeah, I don't. Man, Trump is a fucking a fucking disaster, dog. He really is. He really is. Um. So, um, Blue said, "What? Let me pull it up. Why is it being weird?" Because we're on the podcast and shit. shit yeah, that's that's absolutely what it is. Um, what did I say at the end of the uh, email? As as far as what now? No, I'm trying to see what um, what was it? Oh, okay, yeah, here it is. Let me pull it up. I, I, um. Oh, he said. I'm sure he has some weird kinks. What do you guys think? So, like, yeah, the the idea that he could theoretically have had bitches out there pissing on the fucking bed and shit was one of his quote unquote weird kinks. And he's asking, do we agree that he might have some weird kinks? And uh, short answer is yes, I would think, but. <laughs> Yeah, short, long, medium answer is all yes. Because I think everybody has weird kinks. Like, I, I think everybody has something that they fuck with that is kind of weird. Like, I mean, I I can't think of nothing offhand, but I feel like everybody has that shit. Like, I feel like you got that shit, I got that shit. Yeah. Or some, like, some weird kink that you just like, yeah, I fuck with that. And I can't think of nothing offhand. I wouldn't be ashamed to admit it if I could, but I can't think of nothing. But, yeah, I mean... It's not to me out of the realm of possibility that Donald Trump had bitches fucking pissing on <laughs> pissing on fucking uh the I mean, I, think, suite. I, I mean shit for the right <laughs> for the right price, you know, people are gonna do whatever the fuck they do, so yeah. <laughs> He's a fucking idiot. <laughs> he really is. <laughs> so let's talk about um let's talk about blackish. So, um, Blackish aired episode this past Wednesday, uh, talking about the, uh, the presidential election. And there was a lot of positive feedback regarding a certain scene in the, in the episode where Anthony Anderson's character had a, a little bit of a rant about, um, how, how people respond to Trump winning the election. And there was a guy who was kind of saying like, Hey, uh, how are you not? Uh, he said, he, he implied that Anthony Anderson's character was not patriotic and his Anthony Anderson's character went on like a little bit of a rant about, um, how, <clears throat> excuse me. I'm still kind of like the fucking like, Three weeks ago when I couldn't talk, I'm still fucking recovering from that cough. So That's like, crazy. I, yeah, I'm like still go, like I'm still like clearing my throat and having to deal with that shit. But anyway, um, Anthony Anderson's character was um taken aback by the idea that he was not a a patriot because he had feelings about um Trump being president and shit. And um, there's been a whole lot of um, hyperbole about how great this scene was. Like, oh man, some amazing scene. one. I saw a tweet that said this was like, like one of the best um, fucking uh, like, I don't. I I guess um, prophetic slash 
um, pro-black fucking scenes in a TV show. Like, this shit was so fucking profound and shit. And I, we watched the um, episode slash scene before we started recording. And I kind of wanted to talk about um, what what we think about this scene of Anthony Anderson talking about Donald Trump's presidency. So do you do you have any thoughts? Because I, I don't really want to, I guess, spoil it per se, but I kind of want to talk about that scene and the uh, reaction to the Trump presidency. But mainly I want to talk about the scene because there was a whole lot of very, very, very positive reaction to that scene. And I wanted to get like an idea of what you thought about that scene where he talked about, yeah, uh, you know, well, you saw it, the whole think of like oh yeah uh, he's uh he's a piece of shit and we've been dealing with this kind of a uh, uh aggression and hatred for all this time you know, this whole it was like a whole like speech and right. all that shit like so um give me an idea what you thought about that scene well i thought the scene was 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 pretty uh well written um and i think when you work in you know uh whatever job he is whether it's you know corporate america or you know a fucking warehouse, or whatever, you know, you're going to have a, for the most part, have a, a, a diverse group of people. And I think his, 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 his points were, were solid. I mean, he, you know, we've dealt with so much. We're, we're just expected to like, let shit roll off our backs and stuff. And, you know, not really, uh, call people out when they, you know what I'm saying? Do dumb stuff. Like, you know, and like I say, not want to tell the scene, but it was a one of the coworkers. She admitted to voting for Trump, but it's like people don't. You know, people use the whole non politics and people. Uh, I think I keep hearing this one thing about Trump is that you know he speaks his mind and shit. But I'm like, what does speak their mind have to do with being misogynistic? You know, uh, make making fun of you know. Um, physically ill people and all the other shit, you know, I, I, I think they hit the nail on the head, but I feel like when you, you know, you make a, a, a statement like that, you can't go soft afterwards, pause. Um, <laughs> <laughs> like, cause I feel like even at the end of that, of that scene, he was just kind of flaccid, right? Don't go flaccid on this. Um, even at the end of that scene, you know, it was kind of like, okay, let's just try to make it better. And I'm like, I, I won't, I won't say that, you know, his conversations after that negated it, but I feel like you have to stand, stand firm with that shit. Yeah. Um, I think that, and this kind of plays into something that I mentioned before is that I feel like we live in an age where, um, we live in an age of hyperbole, like, Everybody wants to say, like, oh, this is the most amazing shit ever. Oh, man, this is the greatest speech ever. This is the greatest speech that happened on TV. Like, oh, this is so hype. Like, they like to build shit up because they want to be the first person to hype some shit up. Mm-hmm. And, I, I th- I, and, and then people tend to have, like, a, almost like a lemmings kind of uh, response to shit. Like, if a whole bunch of people say some shit is fire, they're just like, oh, Oh, it's fire too. It's fire too. Like they just right. want to be in agreement, and people are scared to be uh, on the opposite side of shit. And when I watched that, 
I thought like, okay, this is a solid uh, scene, but I didn't, I didn't revel in it the same way a lot of other people did, cause I thought that it was kind of contrived. Like it felt to me like, so if Anthony, if Anthony Anderson had stood up and said his piece, like, okay, I think this, this, this is that, but whatever, and he said his piece, I probably would have been cool with it, but like. They kind of like intercut it with like scenes of like uh, black people getting uh, sprayed with hoses or whatever the fuck. I can't remember what the scene was, but like they intercut it with scenes of black people being oppressed. Mm -hmm. And it to me, it transitioned from let's make this point to let's intentionally work people's feelings. Like we're trying to get people to be sad or to to cry or feel some kind of way it felt very it felt like pandering like let's make sure like we get these people to feel sad and shit like it didn't feel natural to me i feel like if he had just stood up and said his piece it would have been more impactful but they intercut it with scenes of like people getting hit with fire hoses i don't know what the fuck it was it was it was some shit it was like, like that. the 60 riots type pictures yeah they intercut it with some scenes that were they were for that purpose and it went from an idea of hey let's make this point and let's talk about this to let's intentionally tug at people's heartstrings and i don't like the idea of intentionally trying to pull a reaction out of people i want you to do what you need to do or make whatever point you need to make verbally or within the context of the show and the audience will derive from it what they will. So they look, they watch it and they go, oh, wow, that's impactful. Or, oh, wow, that makes me feel this kind of way. But the way that shit was, the way the shit, his speech was built out, it, um, built out, that sounds retarded. The way <laughs> his speech was presented, it, it felt like their purpose was to make you emotional. Like they were trying to tug at your heartstrings. And it felt very contrived and forced. And if it, it felt like um like Full House, like how a Full House would be like, hey, uh, I'm gonna sit down with Michelle and we're gonna have this conversation. We're gonna play this like sappy music and shit like that. It felt like it was meant to make you feel a way, and I don't like feeling like my emotions are being manipulated. And that's kind of how I felt in that. And I get the idea of people being supportive of that. Like, oh man, it was such a powerful speech and it was like so great. But, like, I felt like it wasn't natural. It felt forced. Like, we want to make you feel this way. We want to make you feel sad. Or we want to make you feel like um, everything is fucked up and you're supposed to be uh, reacting to this fucked up scenario that's going on. And I prefer that they just say, Here are the, here's, here's the facts. Here's what's going on. And then you react to what you see. I feel like they just they wanted to make you feel a certain way and I don't like feeling like my emotions are being manipulated by a TV show or a movie or whatever. And the the intercutting of old footage it it, it reeked of let's try to get them to feel a certain way. Let's let it it, yeah. it reeked of like them trying to make us react the exact way that people reacted. Like, let's get people to be like, oh, this shit was so fire. Oh, they were so deep and it was so profound and it made me so sad. It felt like they were going for that, 
as opposed to just like telling a story or making a statement and then we interpret it our own way. I mean, it, it's it's kind of weird. It's it's hard for me to really verbalize, but watching it, I felt like it was very um, purposeful in trying to get a specific reaction from the audience. And I think that I think they and that bothered they, me. I think they. I don't know. Do you, are you do you think they were successful with it? Yeah, they absolutely were because there were a whole lot of people like, oh, this is the greatest shit. Like, Blackish came with it. Like, they came with the hardest fucking uh, episode. Like, they they said so much. They did this. They did that. And I feel like a lot of people just kind of like bought into a very base idea of, um, hey, this is what's going on right now. So, and you should feel this kind of way about it. It was like they they told us how we should feel. And it wasn't so much like, hey, we're presenting this and you interpret it how you feel. It was like they were trying to create a reaction of I'm sad now or I'm or I, I understand what's going on. It, it felt so forced to me. And I think the, the reason for that was because they intercut it with the fucking old ass footage and shit. So it felt contrived like, hey, we want to try to. We want to try to pull a reaction out of you mm-hmm. as opposed to let's present it this way and you would have whatever reaction you have. I, I would have liked it better if Anthony Anderson's character had just had a, a monologue and just said all the shit that he said in the episode. And he just had his monologue and then we just take it how we take it. And like it, it felt weird to me that they intercut it with like these old scenes because it, it felt like it was like. Some like old school fucking um uh after school special type shit. <laughs> and like that 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 felt corny to me. Like it felt like they were trying to force a reaction. Like they like instead of trying to make a point, they were trying to 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 pull a reaction. And like I don't like feeling like someone else or an entity or a TV show is saying like I want you to have this reaction. Like, that bothers me. I don't like somebody to tell me, like, we want you to react this way. I want you to present the facts or whatever it is that you want to present, and then I interpret my interpret it my own way. And I feel like they were trying to create and garner a specific reaction, and it didn't sit well with me. I feel like they, 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 they were manipulative. And, and I mean, I, I'm being... I'm being particular. I'm being like a little bit hard on it, but have present. It's a comedy show, right? So it's like a, a it's a, it's a sitcom, right? Sitcom. And to to intercut it with this old footage, it's like it it's like it's intentionally trying to poke at your emotions, and I don't like that manipulative aspect of it, and, and that bothered me. But the point of it, I fuck with. Like, so they made really strong points. I just don't like feeling like I'm being intentionally manipulated. Like, we want to make niggas cry or we want to make people feel a certain (laughs) way. And I don't like feeling like you're trying to make me feel a certain way, like I'm being manipulated. Present your shit and I will interpret it how I interpret it. But I feel like that shit was meant to to make me feel a certain way, to make me feel, you know, like, oh, this is impactful and this is powerful. And it, it, it was so contrived to me. Like, it felt so forced. And that was just how I felt with that, with that episode. But aside from that, they made great points. They had a solid episode. It was still funny. 
like they did what Blackish does, but I just don't I I didn't care for the forced um uh emotional aspect of it. Cause they were clearly gunning for we want to make people feel this way. And that that bothered me. I I didn't care for that. Yeah, I uh I, I mean I second everything you said. Um I think you you said it right. I, I I can't even think of a uh a rebuttal for that. That's that's just perfect shit. Oh oh, thank you. <laughs> yeah, I mean it I is. Thank you. Yeah, I don't even have nothing else to say about that one. <laughs> so um, let's uh move on to the Golden Globes. So did you watch? I watched most of it. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, so um, do you I, have any immediate I, thoughts on it? I was. I think the two things that really stuck out, well, three things that stuck out. Um, oh, three things. Was the uh, Donald Glover winning. And I don't know if he won, that was uh, actor or just TV show. Both. Was, yeah, well, I was trying both. to figure out. Yeah, so I think yeah. it was the TV show. It was the one I was uh, looking at. And I don't know why I felt like so weird that we're at a place where we could have, you know, black artists right and they end up mentioning somebody some rap group or singing group that was probably not much of a listen in the last six months <laughs> and did so much pubbing like like he did like straight pubbing for Atlanta I mean he put yeah. I mean per- proverbial on a map you know what I mean like they did it you know I was just like, wow. Like, you just think of anything he could have said, you know, thank his mom or anybody. He's like, you know, so D'Amigos. Thanks, like, D'Amigos. <laughs> right, right. You know, so, I don't know. I I, I hope that guy, I mean, I think Glover is a is a real talented dude. And um, I hope that he, you know, can make, you know, do more in TV and shit like that. Because, I mean, he, he did an awesome job in Atlanta. Okay. There you go. Donald Glover. Um, so I was going to move, well, kind of change subject of Donald Glover, but move forward. Um, so the, in the, during the Golden Glove, Golden Glove, oh, I know what I was going to say. So I had two points about the Golden Gloves. Golden Globes. what? Golden Globes. <laughs> what is it, Golden Gloves? Golden like Gloves. Uh, <laughs> that's, that's what uh, uh, Chris Brown and Soldier Boy are going to be having, Golden Gloves. <laughs> but, uh, I thought, um, um, so Meryl Street got a, did she get a Lifetime Award? Yeah. Um, and Viola Davis did the intro, and I thought it, she did an awesome fucking job. Her like, speech was phenomenal. Like phenomenal. She, it, you almost wonder, like, was it written for her, or that was just off the dome for her? Because she was fucking, I mean. I wondered that, too. I was like, did she write this? Because it was amazing. That was a great speech. And we were messaging, you know, about that. And there's one point where she was like imitating her husband. I thought it was like, I really thought it was like Denzel. Like, bitch, you married to Denzel? Yeah, because <laughs> even like the voice cadence and everything, it just sounded like it was, it was him or whatever. But yeah, yeah, so and I thought her, you know, her words, you know, for Trump was fucking awesome. I mean, it you just it's so I guess it's cool to see, you know, people's you know, give what they, you know, want to give from their heart like that. Like I never, I never heard much of, you know, Meryl Street as far as her political views and things of that nature. Are you a Meryl Street fan? Um, Are I, you I, fan I, of her work? 
I like her work. I like her okay. work. Um, like to me, she's one of the like great actresses of all time. You don't think she's like? like you don't think she's overrated? No, I'm not Trump. No, <laughs> no. I don't think she's overrated at all. No, I think I, that she I is. Dig, I dig. I though. I think she's properly celebrated. I don't think she's underrated. I don't think she's overrated. I think she gets the respect that she deserves. And the only issues that I have with Meryl Streep is that I feel like when Meryl Streep is nominated for something, not not even nominated, I feel like when Meryl Streep does a movie, she's automatically going to get all the nominations. She's going to get all the awards and all that shit. I feel like she takes away from other people who might be like on deck, like who did like a fire ass performance. And they're like the next up and comer type shit. And they're like, oh, Meryl Streep did some shit. So, like, Meryl Streep's going to get the fucking award. Like, so I, my only issue with her is I feel like she almost kind of, like, takes the shine from, like, new and up-and-coming actresses or actors because she's so fucking lauded in her abilities and her, her past that she almost gets the shit off GP. Just like, oh, it's Meryl Streep, so she got it. And, like, I don't care for that. But at the same time, I can't fault it because anything I've seen her in, she's been great. I mean, shit, if so, she's the best person in the room, she's just the best person in the room. And she is always the you best person I mean? in the so, room. Um, that is, that's the case. Now, I think, I don't know, as a recent, I think the most recent one I've, you know, had come to like, was, was she in the Devil Wears Prada? Yeah. It was, yeah, yeah, was sorry, yeah, that main, was, yeah. Yeah, she's and the main she, character in that. And she, she made me not like her. She, she was like, <laughs> and, and that's the. I think that's the epitome, like good actresses and actors and stuff. When they can play a role so well that it changes your perception of them. Like I, I, I didn't. I, I swear, I hated her after that movie. It's funny. She's like so good and everything, but I kind of feel like largely she's played likable characters throughout her career, and then like that movie, she was such a bitch in that movie, but she was like so good. She's and so it's like good. the movie was like, in the grand scheme of things, The Devil Wears Prada was is like nobody's gonna be like, oh, that's one of the greatest movies ever, or that's one of Meryl Streep's greatest roles ever. No one, no one's really gonna say that. But she was so good in that because of what you said. Like she, she made a hateful character, and that's kind of rare for her career, and that's a rare for a, a lot of like elite actors that they have prospered off of a hateable character. Like, I mean, Denzel won an Oscar off of being a fucking shitty character, but like she she was great in that movie. Yeah, she 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 was awesome. I mean, I I, I don't have much much of the accolades to give her other than she was just great. I, I used to mix her up with somebody. I'm trying to think who the fuck it was. Oh man, your old white women racism is about to come through. It it's totally is. Oh no, I through. can't I can't think of who who I used to mix her up with. Um So um, well, while we let you marinate on that, so, um, as it pertains to the Golden Globes, um, so did you watch Atlanta? Uh, I'm like two episodes shy of the, the series. So how are you feeling about it? Cause like, like now, you know, uh, so Atlanta won best, uh, comedy was, well, it's, it's a co-category musical slash comedy, but Atlanta won for, in that category, and Donald Glover won for best actor in a musical slash comedy TV show. Um, well deserved. Yeah. So how are you feeling about that? Like you feeling like, yeah, I can see this. Yeah. Could, oh, go, go ahead. Uh, yeah, I, I, I enjoyed the series. Uh, I was hoping that it got renewed again. Um, I, I mean, I, I think it's, um, it's dope. It's refreshing TV that you typically don't see. Um, Have you watched the Juneteenth episode? 
You said you're no. I'm, I'm probably I'm probably. You said you're like episodes. two episodes behind. I'm, I think I'm like I thought I was two. But I don't the know. The Juneteenth when, episode I'm, is I think the eighth episode, maybe seventh or eighth. But they go to like a party at like a white uh like a elite white people like party. Okay. So you you haven't seen is him and his his baby mom. No, I I didn't see it. Okay, no, to see. me the Juneteenth episode was fucking phenomenal. Like that was a great fucking episode. My only qualm with that show was that I felt like it didn't really know what it wanted to be. Like the first couple of episodes, it felt like a lighthearted comedy of uh, black guys who want to just get on and rap. Then it kind of it got very um, what's the word? I, I can't think of a word for it, but it got very unique. Like uh, it got it kind of it got kind of weird. Like for the next like three four episodes, it it it, it gave a uh, a feel of um we want to do some different shit and we kind of want to be like kind of weird and then after that it took a, a more i don't want to say serious tone but it take it's something akin to a serious tone but i mean it was an area yeah the the juneteenth episode i thought was phenomenal and from that point on i think that was like maybe like episode eight so like eight nine and ten i thought were great um, I was pretty pleased with the, I was pretty pleased with the show. I'm a, I'm a huge Donald Glover fan and I thought that the show was great. I was, I was pretty impressed. So I'm glad that it won. I'm glad he won. And it, it was great to see that shit, man. Cause I didn't, I didn't see that coming at all. Like I, I thought like, okay, yeah, I'm glad it got, it, it was almost like that, like, I'm happy to be here type shit. Like I was like, oh, okay, I'm glad that they got them nominations. Like, oh, I'm glad they... They're recognizing Atlanta and throwing in these little nominations. Shit, I didn't expect it to win anything. So I was I was pretty impressed that it won. Yeah, I, I agree. So, um, did you watch um, The Crown? No. The so Crown. it's a show on Netflix, and it won best uh, drama TV show over. Um, it won that shit over. Westworld, Game of Thrones, and Stranger Things. Did you watch Stranger Things on Netflix? Um, no, but I kept hearing about Stranger. Stranger, what was just of Stranger Things? It was like some weird, like it was like a like a eighties kind of um alien TV show. Okay. It it, it was very like kind of like some retro type shit, but uh that was really good. So you, you, so you already know how I feel about Game of Thrones. So Game of Thrones didn't win anything. Nope. Wow. Nope. Wow. Yeah. So, um, this show, The Crown, that comes on Netflix, that I I haven't seen it, but it won Best Drama Show over Westworld, Game of Thrones, and uh, Stranger Things, which I thought was surprising. And um, I thought that was interesting. And um, what was the other thing that I thought was interesting? Um. An actor or actress won something that I was pretty impressed by. Um, oh, what was it? Uh, I can't remember, so I'm not gonna linger on it. But okay. uh, yeah, I thought I thought the uh, Golden Globes was a pretty uh, pretty good show in the sense of like I thought that the awards and shit that was given out was solid. Um, as far as like the show itself and Jimmy Kimmel and was, I, I I don't fuck with anybody named Jimmy Jimmy anymore. Like they're all fucking trash. Kimmel, fucking 
Jimmy, one of the, I don't even know, I can't even distinguish the one from the other. Jimmy Kimmel and Jimmy, what, what's the nigga that hosts fucking? Fallon? Fallon, yeah. I, I, I don't know, man. They're, they're the same fucking shit to me, man. I don't know, man. They're the same fucking guy. I don't like Jimmy Fallon when he's like performing music with Justin Timberlake. Like, when Justin Timberlake and Jimmy Fallon are on the same shit, it's great. But aside from that, I don't give a fuck about Jimmy Fallon. You know I already can't stand Jimmy Kimmel. His old fucking uh, dead lion crying ass yeah, shit. I, I, you know, it's funny when you were saying that. I couldn't, you know, you, you was, you know, explaining your dislike for uh, Kimmel. I couldn't understand what was the reason, but now I remember. Kimmel's the fucking, whore, yeah. the fucking lion guy who was crying on TV like, Oh my God, I can't believe they killed a fucking lion. It's so unfair. It's the worst shit ever. And anybody who fucking is cool with that, they can just fucking die. Because fucking killing lions is the worst shit ever. And it's like, okay, so like 95,000 black people have died at the hands of the cops. And you want to say shit when fucking... Lion Harambe dies. Now you fucking crying on TV, you fucking bitch. Fuck him, dog. He's a fucking faggot. All right, speaking of bitches. Oh, I can't say faggot no more. Sorry. He's a bitch. Speaking I'll say bitch. I'm going a, I'm to a over, overdo bitch, but go ahead. Speaking of bitches, um, did you watch the uh, the, the, the Trump uh, presser yesterday? Was it yeah, yesterday? yeah. I watched it. Uh, Yeah, I had it all, uh, up on my phone live while I was playing. While it was playing. What a fucking train wreck, dude. <laughs> nah. Like, I just... That dude is really gonna be the fucking, you know, president. And it's funny because, like, on Twitter, I purposely set my my wording is that whenever I type Trump, it's lowercase. Because mm-hmm. I feel like that's my way of not acknowledging him as being, like, a an actual real person. Right. But, you know, we had talked about... um in past podcast um, episodes about you know people voting for Trump and um, on the episode of a uh, blackish one of the white girls she admitted voting for Trump and you know she was catching backlash for it for it excuse me and you know we've you mentioned you know you I think you given you had gave like one of the the greatest descriptions of Trump voters or I mean just Trump and what you know he believed in and how. Trump voters were so against. I did something that was great. It was, I mean, your description as far as, you know, (laughs) just just describing (laughs) and I, 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 you know, just the misogynistic, the, the, just the, the, the details of of him and who he is and and so forth and his supporters. And so I had a a, a Facebook friend of mine um, did a post about him and his voters. Mm -hmm. And it really had me thinking like she is is it like okay can we just we kind of had kind of discussed like people that we knew who voted for trump and things of that nature and 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 i always thought like are these people people are these people folks that i should continue to be friends with people i should be around and shit like that mm-hmm. and so she, i'm gonna I'm um, read this post she did okay. it's, it's kind of lengthy but Somebody who you're related to? No, no, no. Like a Just friend a fake, or... fake friend, but uh, a person from Twitter. Okay. Okay. So let me. I'm scrolling up. My apologies for not having this totally ready, but I was debating whether I was actually going to read it or not. Um, but then the beer and the liquor hit in, and it's like, fuck, I'm going to read that shit. Right, exactly. I was like, <laughs> yeah, let me. Uh... Is she going to get this work? 
I'm going to find this, uh, this post. Uh, Should I make small talk? No, no, no. I said, okay, okay. <laughs> my bad. My bad. I, I, I'm sorry. I was trying to scroll and my scroll okay. was tripping. All right. So the, po- the post says, uh, if you voted or support Trump, you are my enemy. Not because... Not because if you're a different political party, but because you have fundamental disregard for truth and honesty. Two things I value. Delete me and don't speak to me in public. Seriously, you do not exist to me. We are not the same type of people and fundamentally, and I am fundamentally too good to be in your presence. You are everything that's wrong with this country in this world. Uh, God is disgusted by your actions and I am disgusted by your existence. And I started thinking, like, that's deep and it's pretty fucking true. Like, there's nothing a person that voted for Trump can convince me that they care for anybody that looks like me or or looks like a queer or looks like a woman. You know what I mean? Like, I think that's like the real uh, line in the sand of like, this motherfucker is nuts, dude. And how how do you support him? And you know, we've seen people who makes the argument of of hating Hillary to the point of voting for him. But like, is this really what you really wanted though? Like I really feel yeah. like I feel like Trump voters are going to be the people it's going to be like the a, the the real live action gift uh file of uh, the episode of the Simpsons where Homer is backing into the trees and shit. <laughs> like, I just feel like they're, they're really sitting like, man, we really fucked up. Like, I really like wonder, like, um, like the, the one, now I don't know if this story was true. I keep seeing the, 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 the story about it, but I guess it was some, some guy on Facebook who did not know that, uh, Obamacare was the man. I the, seen that shit. <laughs> uh, you know, was a Affordable Health Care Act. I think that shit is true, dog. I think it is. It, man. I think it is because I just I, <laughs> one, I don't think that I don't think there's a I think there's a good uh, portion of Trump voters who aren't smart at all. Yeah, I mean it's not a leap. Yeah, that's not a leap. That's I not, think there's a good portion of motherfuckers a, that are just like dumb as fuck. Like they just don't know shit. And they just they just see him come up there and talk about like building a wall and keeping immigrants out and uh, I'm gonna do this I'm gonna do that and they're like hell yeah motherfucker and they they have no like, idea like we're gonna re- repeal Obamacare like, like and they're like yeah fuck right like Trump like bitch you on that shit right, right, you own it that's the shit you <laughs> currently use right now and 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 you're not gonna be able to get any of the health uh, you know any of the health items and stuff you know because you're not gonna be able to afford the shit no more or they're gonna repeal it and then they're gonna come back with a branded version of the same thing under trump now they have nothing because they, they, they have, have nothing. nothing they passed so they so late i think it was so this will be friday when y'all hear but i think late wednesday night they were the republicans voted in and like one in the morning uh mm-hmm. they started the process of repealing uh the affordable health care act or whatever and i have not heard a reasonable explanation of why they want to like there, I have I've not heard anything, and and I say that, and I'm not even, uh, I haven't been paying that much attention because so, th- based on my knowledge of stuff, it could have very well you know been explained, but no, I've not heard any viable reason of why 
Obamacare, uh, the Affordable Health Care Act is is being pulled. Uh, yeah, there is no reason. The there's well, there's no viable reason. There's no like they will say something like, "Oh, it's it costs this much," or uh, "It's gonna it's it's putting people who can't afford it in an awkward position." What they they'll tell you whatever the case is, but what well whatever they feel the case is. But the reality of the situation is that he did it, so fuck it, and that's the way his like we've lived eight years of. He did it, so fuck it. That's really all it is. And they are trying to repeal this shit with no fucking, like, better option. It's really just, he did it, so fuck it. And that's it. That's it. There's not like, oh, we have a better idea for how healthcare should work in the United States. No, they have nothing. They presented nothing. That's what Bernie Sanders has been saying. Like, why are you guys trying to fucking kill Obamacare when you haven't presented anything better. And he said, like, hey, if you guys present something that's fire, I'll fuck with it. It's good. And they have nothing because all they want to do is just be not you, nigga. Like, you you said this shit and you black, so fuck you. We're not doing that. And that's all it is. Like, let's just repeal the shit because he did it. And they got nothing on deck. They have no better plan. And all they're going to do is go back to whatever the fuck keeps their fucking rates low and keeps motherfucking uh, uh, destitute black people poor. And th- that's all it is. Keep white people rich. Keep black people poor. Don't give no lower income uh, people any kind of rights. Let's just make sure that we stay good. They stay poor. And that's it. That's all it really boils down to. They have nothing other they have nothing they haven't said anything because they have nothing. That's all it is. They have nothing. It's just it's just fucking disgusting to to think that you have a president who who wants to stop uh say for instance Muslims coming into the United States because of whatever fucking reasons. Dude, so I'm listening and kind of on the subject. I'm listening to this one um this American Life podcast and they were talking about uh um I think it was during a, a what's one of, Iraqi war? No, maybe Iraqi war. Uh, that was one of our biggest wars, right? Is that the, is it Iraqi wars? Oh, I'll take your word for it. <laughs> uh, whatever case. Um, so I guess a lot of times when you know we're in war in other countries and stuff, we end up like pulling natives of the country for like interpreters and shit. Okay. And so we had in this one story. Um, they end up uh hiring uh one of the natives as an interpreter. She ended up her name was they they was her work name or whatever was Sarah, and they used her as an interpreter. She ended up being a great interpreter, you know, getting much a bunch of intel and all that shit. And after a while, her family became targets because she was a native of the country where they were. Right, and her husband became one of a, a you know uh one of the workers excuse me man that uh, ginger beer coming through um <laughs> uh uh one of the workers and her husband ended up getting killed because they were they knew that that was her husband and they knew that she was a popular person with as far as it, um um wow communicated and so forth 
So at that point, she wanted to flee to go to America because her family was under siege and shit. And the U.S. wouldn't let her company, I mean, let her be a, uh, get a visa to come to America. Why not? It, it it comes down to just the U.S. being shady. But I thought she was helping him. You said she was. Exactly. No, she was. But they and this and this it's been a whole bunch of uh, stories like this where you've had many interpreters from like different countries that the U.S. has used to help them get over, but they won't accept them, um, giving them visas to come to America. Like huh. they would just shit on them, and pretty much use them, endanger their lives and things of that nature. But once and and it, they put it, they basically worded as trust issues of huh. them coming to America or whatever. But they were used tons of fucking like they had programs they had people doing petitions on bringing all of the interpreters and people we've used in different countries for like help and wars and things of that nature but they won't let them come to the u.s man it's fucked up man it's just it's just it's, it, and it just bring it just i just feel like trump is gonna be full of just dumb shit like that like I I really I I really I really feel like this next four years is gonna be fucking trash. He's so. appointed fucking certified supervillains through his fucking cabinet. Like it, it's it's gonna be a shit show. It's it's gonna be bad. And I'm not even. I'm kind of kind of I'm kind of just like trying to be apathetic, like and just kind of like lay back and just kind of just expect the worst. Cause I feel like it's gonna be a fucking shit show, and I don't even really understand how we got to this point. I mean, I do, but I don't. Like, I feel like, I mean, it would be an entirely new episode. Like, I could do a whole hour and a half episode about how we got to this point, and I don't, I, I don't want to do that now. But, yeah. um, I need some time for that. Yeah, it's like I could, I could I could talk for an hour and a half about how I feel like we got to this point, but at the same time, there's a part of me that doesn't understand how we got to this point because I feel like so many people who have done what they've done to get us here don't understand what they've done to get us here. Like they they I, I feel like they don't understand what they've done that's gonna ultimately fuck them over. Like I th- I think the best example is the repealing of Obamacare. Like there are people who have, like you mentioned, like the, the dude with the fucking Facebook post, people who have that shit and don't even fucking know it. Like that they Obamacare and the, the affordable healthcare act are two separate things. It's like you on that motherfucker and now you voted for the dude who's going to try to get rid of it. And you're like, Oh yeah, fuck yeah. They're fucking repealing Obamacare. Like, oh, I'm glad I still got my affordable healthcare act. Like, bitch, what the fuck is wrong with you? Like, it's too many people out here like that. And, like I said, I could, I could, that could be a whole dedicated episode just to how fucked up this whole situation is. Did you, uh, did you watch all of, uh, Obama's farewell address? Yeah. What did you, uh, I mean, I, I don't, I mean, I felt like it was just kind of general, you know, just thanks, thanks for supporting me type (laughs) let me start by saying that i feel like part of the problem with obama's presidency was the fact that people act like him being well-spoken good-looking and having a good relationship with his wife makes him a great president and like (laughs) watching his speech he had a good speech 
It was nice. It was well spoken. He made some strong points. He gave some nice dedication to his wife and kids. And everyone's like, oh my God, this is my president. He's so great. Oh, he's amazing. Oh, yeah, he's great. It makes me want to fucking nut in my drawers. Like, oh, it's so great. But, like, he has been a, to me, I would say a, if I give him a grade, I'd say like a B minus president, I would say. Uh, but uh, watching that speech, I thought the speech was solid. It wasn't amazing. It, I, mean, I mean, by his standards, it was um, above average, but he's done better. But um, I thought the speech had a little bit of what I liked of him being a little bit more uh, real with the whole racial shit. Like, I feel like he spoke a little bit more on the racial divide than I expected him to, but it was still more of what I've grown accustomed to, to accepting from him over the course of the past eight years, which is um, being soft on... Um, like the whole, the entire uh, racial divide. I get the idea of trying to get the country to uh, progress toward hoping that Trump does a good job, I guess. Mm-hmm. But it 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 kind of didn't really sit well with me. The whole idea of of trying to get people to like rally behind him, like let's give him a chance, and he he was very kind of like. Yeah, no, don't boo him. Like, he said something about Trump. People started booing. He was like, no, 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 no. He was, like, trying to calm people down. And he's... My whole issue... Not my whole issue, but part of the issues that I have with him is he consistently tries to build a bridge between the left and the right when they want no part of that bridge. And it's like, why are you consistently trying to be bipartisan when they want no parts of that shit? And even now, in his last speech with him leaving... He was still trying to sell the country on this idea of, hey, let's just try to band together and make the shit work. And like we spent you spent you being Obama, you spent eight years of, hey, let's try to make this shit work. Let's be bipartisan and work together. Fuck the Republicans would be like, yeah, we're just going to downvote anything that you you that is even associated with your name. Like we don't want anything that you do to have any kind of success. We don't want any anything that's tied to you. Fuck it. We don't care what it is. Fuck it. And for him to still be up there, like, let's try to make it work. Let's try to be bipartisan. Let's give Trump a chance. Like, I, I, I don't have no time for that shit, man. Like, he spent eight years getting fucked over trying to be bipartisan, trying to, like, work across the aisle. And it didn't work. He had ideas that were, uh, uh, I guess, hopeful. Like, let, let, let's, you know he had high goals and he brought his goals down because he knew that he couldn't really have any say with what was going on with the Republicans. He kind of like brought his goals down to kind of like try to work with them. And why are you trying to work with people who have no, no fucking intention of working with you at all? Like they're not like, Hey, if Obama says something that's kind of straight, we can work with that. The Republicans for the last eight years have been on some shit like if he, if Obama wants it, fuck it. I don't want it. I hate it. Let's not make it happen. 
And he was still kind of out there like, yeah, let's do this. Let's try to be one. Like, I'm sick of that sissy shit, dog. Like, like I wish he had kind of gone up there and been like, you know what? No, no, no. I'm not, I, I take that back. I don't, I don't feel like he should have went up there and be like, fuck them niggas. Like, nothing crazy like that. But my biggest criticism of his tenure was his insistence upon trying to work across the aisle when they have absolutely no desire to do anything of that nature with him. Like there was no kind of like, Hey, let's try to work with him to try to get some good legislation going. It was like, if Obama had said, um, Hey, there's been a whole lot of accidents, uh, because our, uh, traffic lights are functioning badly. Let's try to make sure that our traffic lights work better. And they'll be like, well, Obama said it, so fuck the traffic lights. Like they, it's like anything that he said, it was like fuck it. Like we're not gonna do it because he said it. And I don't, I don't agree with his whole trying to work across the aisle. He lost a lot of ground in situations with, even with Obamacare specifically. With I should stop calling that because that's what the Republicans called it because they wanted to make it look bad. We call it Affordable Health Care Act. It sounds like some professional shit. You call it Obamacare. It sounds like the shit that nigga did. So like I shouldn't call it Obamacare, but he he made uh, changes and he gave a lot of leeway with uh, trying to pass the Affordable Health Care Act, trying to work across the aisle. And he was insistent upon trying to work with people who would say no to him, even if he was just like, hey, I want to work toward... Um, everybody being able to piss in the same bathroom. They'd be like, well, you said it, so fuck it. And I I, I don't understand why he consistently has tried to cater toward the left, I mean, toward the right, when they don't give a fuck about anything that he says. And if he says something, it's automatic, like, well, fuck that thing, because he said it. And so I like the speech, but I didn't like the fact that I feel like he could have gone a little bit harder in uh holding it not in holding accountable but pointing out the fact that everything that he tried to do was fought because of the fact that he did it not because it was wrong or because it was bad for the country but because a nigga did it <laughs> and like that I, I like that is what it was and he has danced around that for eight years like he never really addressed the fact that he tried to do things for the country. He tried to do things for people who didn't even vote for him. Like, he tried to do shit to help everybody. And the Republicans shot it down because a nigga did it. Not because it was, like, a bad idea, but it was, right. like, Just this black-ass nigga did it, so did it. no. And, like, and now we're about to enter a, 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 a four years where we have a Republican president and a largely Republican, a majority Republican Congress and they're going to do whatever the fuck they want. Like, they're going to do everything that they... Everything that they said they're going to do, they're going to fucking do it. And we spent the last eight years with Obama saying, hey, I'd like to do this. And then he tries to work across the aisle. Everybody's like, well, the president can't do everything because of Congress. Like, niggas was mad fucking knowledgeable about how the democratic process works. Right. Like, oh, the president can't do all this shit. But now we're about to have a Republican president with a majority Republican Congress... And they're going to do everything they want. They're going to, like, I'm not entertaining the idea of anything working in our favor. They're going to repeal the Affordable Health Care Act. They're going to do all the shit that they want to do. They're just going to do whatever the fuck. And ain't nobody going to sit there like, well, the Republican doesn't have all the power. No, blah, blah, blah. Like, they're going to do whatever the fuck they want to do. And we allow it. 
the left allows it because they're fucking pussy. They're soft and they allow it and it's going to happen and we're going to be fucked. And that's just what it is. And I was listening to um, Brilliant Idiots today and Charlemagne was like, I don't give a fuck. I don't give a fuck what they do because I believe in God and everything's going to be great because God got my back. Blah, blah, blah. Like, nigga. Get the I don't fuck think out, he dog. That. Like, God is not going to fucking save you, dog. Like, the fucking Republicans are going to do what the fuck they want to do. They have the majority everywhere, and they're going to repeal everything that you care about. They're going to fuck this country. Everything's going to go to shit. And your guy that you've been sitting here, you feel like he got your back, it's not going to happen. All that shit's going to go down the way the Republicans want to go down, and you're going to have to fucking deal. And I, I don't... I, I don't support Obama's whole trying to work across the aisle. I, well, I, I support the idea, but, I mean, we spent eight years of him saying, let's work across the aisle, and then the Romans go, fuck you, eat a dick. And he's like, oh, okay, well, let's keep trying. Like, okay, fuck out of here, dog. Fellow Americans. Yeah, my fellow Americans. Let's, <laughs> let's try to do this. And then I also feel like he didn't really do shit for black people, honestly. Like, he really uh, didn't. I, like, I, I, I we don't. had... So much shit that went down, and you being the first black president, you can't even man up and be like, "Black people are being mistreated." It, every time he, every time some shit like that popped off, he went up on the stage and was like, "Hey, let's make sure y'all don't riot because that'd be like, man, wow, like don't be out here rioting this shit. Like, just make sure everybody stays calm. Let's be peaceful. Let's be just like." He didn't go up there and be like, "You know what? These fucking police need to chill the fuck out." I'm the president. And he's not gonna say it. Police need to chill the fuck out. Stop killing niggas left and right. Like he didn't do nothing like that. Like he didn't really stand up for our rights, man. He was like playing the fucking middle and shit. Like, oh, let's be safe. Let's make sure nobody riots. Like, make sure everything is cool. Like, I feel like he didn't really do anything to help black people. And it was like mad folks out there who was like, oh, he's the best president ever because he's good looking and his wife is good looking and they get along well and he gives speeches well none of that shit matters as far as being an actual president nah. like you know no one's gonna be like oh he was a great president because he was fine he don't gonna say that shit nah. like he was a to me a slightly above mediocre president and he had the potential to be great but he couldn't be great because he didn't have the balls to stand up and do shit like that and say like this is fucked up we need to work on this. He was just like, oh, let's do, like, let's play to the right. Let's make sure that we work across the aisle. Let's be friends on this fucking pussy shit. Like, that <laughs> That didn't work for me. And I'm not going to sit here and be like, oh, he's black and he's good looking and he gets along with his wife. I'm like, oh, he's a great president. None of that fucking shit matters. That don't make you a great president that you fuck your wife every night or that you fucking have a nice fucking lineup and your fucking waves is tight. Like, none of that shit fucking matters. It's fucking far as being fucking president like, who cares but he gets mad props for that shit like oh he's a great he has great speeches and shit like well he has great speeches but he's allowed the fucking republicans to walk all over him for the past eight years like but oh he gave fire ass speeches and he fucks his wife oh great i don't give a fuck right salute that man don't you're give right fuck. <laughs> long four years brother this will be long real long four years man so um uh, I kind of want to talk about uh, Dylan Roof getting the death sentence, but I think we kind of wrap that up in, in saying that he deserves his death, death sentence and fuck him. Yeah. <laughs> Just uh, make it quick as possible. Yeah. Uh, so, 
let's kind of close out with um so we've been working on I want to talk about our our, our weight loss goals because um I can't speak for you but I've gained mad weight and I'm fat as fuck and I'm like trying <laughs> trying to lose weight and I'm like the 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 problem for me has been the fact that I've done it before. Like when I was like um I would say early twenties maybe I was uh I don't wanna say fairly big, but above average weight. And I got in shape and I was like heavy off into um like uh forums and working out and getting information and eating good, all that shit. Like I basically my point is that I know what needs to be done to make it happen. I was heavy off into it for years. I know what needs to be done. I got all the knowledge. Now I'm at the point where it's like I can't even fucking like wake up in the morning to work out. You know what I'm saying? So um yeah. it's been really hard at my birthday is 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 next week and i'm gonna be 35 and like just from so i'm I'm gonna be 35 like my birthday is shortly after our the next time we record so uh we post our podcast on fridays so we're gonna post we post this episode it'll be a friday next episode we're gonna post on a friday my birthday's on sunday so uh what is this 117 so my birthday is gonna be Two days after we post 118. And in that five-year span between 35 and 30, like, everything's going to shit, dude. Like, I can't fucking get up in the morning. I can't work out. Like, and that's the biggest part for me, man. It's like, I know what I, I know what needs to be done. I can handle myself on some eating shit. But, like, man, like, I can't get over my inability to get up. And work out. Well, I don't even know. Well, for me, I don't even know what will work as far as more than evens, but probably more so evenings. But man, it's it's like trying to break break a habit of being fat for so long. <laughs> like you know, I, I find myself putting off days of gym. Like okay, I'll go tomorrow. Or I'll go two days later. Yeah, but I just never go. I mean, I don't know. It's life like- life is just crazy. But I feel like I have to make that that put that in my schedule to do like i just have to it's so hard like it's so hard because like for me it's easier for me to do it in the morning because it helps my it helps your day going forward like you work out in the morning your whole day after that gonna be sweet but the fucking problem is getting up like i can't get up dog like when i was heavy into that shit i was working off like maybe like four or five hours of sleep i get up go to the gym come back home shower make food to take to work for the week like i was like i'm in the kitchen cooking at six in the morning cooking like food for the week i fucking take michael to school and then i go to work it was like my days would run from like four or five o'clock in the morning until seven eight nine o'clock at night and i was fine and this was as recent as five years ago and now i can't even fucking i can't get up i can't like, if my alarm goes off at 5 o'clock in the morning, I'm like, well, I can sleep till 7. Fuck it. And I'm like, hitting the alarm is hitting the snooze till 7. Like, I can't get up. And then I get, I can't get up. Then I wake up. I'm tired still when I wake up. Now I'm like, let me eat some raggedy-ass fucking shit. And I eat that shit. Then I go to work, and I sit at my desk. I eat raggedy shit at work. 
Then I come home. I'm too fucking tired to work out. Then I gotta. I mean, it sounds like a uh, a fucking chore, but like I gotta spend time with my family. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> it sounds crazy, gotta, but you gotta, like you gotta keep the house good. Man, yeah, you gotta. So. Get, it, it sounds it sounds fucked up, but at the same time, it it, it is what it is. Like I don't. I personally don't want to come home and then spend X amount of hours working out or whatever when I only have so many hours. Like if I get home at six thirty. And I go to bed at say ten, or Michael goes to bed at nine or eight or whatever. I only have a small window in which to spend time with my family. I don't want to spend it working out. It worked out for me earlier when I was thirty to work out in the morning because I'm working out before everybody else is up. Yeah. They all still sleep, and yeah. now I can't do that shit. And it's like it's so fucking hard. It's like I feel horrible about my condition, but it's so hard to find the time to work out and cook food and eat better and all that shit. Man, it's like a fucking trial. We got our group and uh we started a group on Facebook to uh try to get in better shape and shit like that. And man, it's like what does it take, dog? It's frustrating as fuck. Like how do we get from our current our current state of essential laziness and sleepiness and eating whatever the fuck? And drinking all the fucking time, like like everything we do is like a fucking antithesis of what you need to do to get in shape. I mean, it's like every day, you know, I plan on you know going to the gym. I start right at home. We're like, all right, you gotta take care of this. So I mean, it's like legit, always something. Even that's what's the word I'm looking for. Uh, even something that's supposed to be done or something, I'd be like, okay, I'm gonna do that. Then you know, I go to the gym tomorrow. And I do that every fucking day. Yeah. I mean, I think I've I've started trying to get a get a little more healthier with my my you know uh, meals and stuff like that. Um, but they ain't gonna shed you know the, the pounds I gotta shed off. Like it starts with eating, but like for me, like I feel like eating is the easiest part. Like I feel like I can handle that. I have the willpower to just like because if I'm awake. I can just say, like, okay, I'm not going to eat that shit. Like, I'm not going to do this. I'm not going to do that. Like, that's the easiest part for me. Is And it's still hard, but it's the least hard part of getting in shape. The hardest part for me is find the time to work out. And then with me, like, when you do that shit, you learn about how your body works, right? So I know that for me, um, working out is the most important part. Because I can handle the food, but I know that... I know everything about how working out affects me. So I know that if I lift heavy with like uh, low reps, I know that I personally build muscle fast. I know that I hate cardio. I know. Um, God, I hate cardio. I know that if I lift um, low low uh, weights with a lot of reps. Is that for Tony, technically? Exactly. Okay. I know that works for Tony. But I know that for me personally, I see the most progress if I lift heavy with low reps. Because I gain muscle real quick. Because I'm a, I'm a bigger person. So it's like I know that I gain muscle easily. It's harder for me to burn fat. And that's the part that's worse for me because burning fat is like, that's where the cardio come in and shit like that. And that's where the eating come in. It's hard for me to eat good because healthy food is nasty to me. Good food is great. Like, I'd rather be at fucking Texas Day Brazil and fucking rallies and shit like that. 
Like if I could eat fucking rallies and uh work out and lose weight, that'd be great. But um my whole point to bringing this shit up is it's interesting that just as recent as five years ago, I was getting along pretty well. Then I had my back surgery and everything with the shit. Like now I, I can't get up like I did before. I always feel tired. It's like it's really hard and it's frustrating, man, because you feel like you can't um you feel like you are not living up to your potential. Like I could be a more lean and more felt and more uh just athletic person than I am and you feel like you like I mean when it comes down to it we're still young like we're not old like we're still young and we could be better than we are but it's like so fucking hard to get up and work out and shit at least for me and I hope that our group can be a source of motivation like oh we're doing this we're doing that I sure hope so. Like, hope, we need to be held accountable. I hope it's like self motivation. Like you know, you see a picture in the hall. Like yeah, I gotta go work out. Like we gotta be held accountable. And I, I feel I, like we should put put something up. Like whether it's money or cigars or drinks or whatever. I feel like there should be something on the line, some sort of motivation. I don't know because I I, I don't know. I I just think that there's got to be something to motivate me. And I I'm big on competition, but. I'm even bigger on sleep and <laughs> I just, I just can't fucking function dog. I need like, I feel like I need like 10 hours of sleep a night. Like it's shit. like, you know, I get off, you know, you get off work and you're like, you know what? I can go to the gym or I can go take a nice nap. Yeah. After work is out of the question. I can't do it. I cannot do it. I got to figure out something. Out of the question. Dog. I got to figure out something. The only way I can do it is before everybody else wake up. I got to get up earlier at like five o'clock, four o'clock maybe. And get up and work out, and that's it. Because I always felt like if I did it after work, I'm taking away from time I could spend with my family, and that doesn't that doesn't work. Yeah. But if I do it beforehand, they all still sleep. It's it's win win. I don't take a take time away from them. I get a good start to my day. I I show up at work at nine o'clock. I've already been up for four or five hours and shit. Like I'm I'm smooth. Like I'm good. But man, it's so fucking hard. So fucking hard to get up at fucking five o'clock in the morning and fucking exercise. Like the idea of like, oh, my alarm just went off at five o'clock. We get up and go work out, or or I could just I could sleep, sleep for another two right, hours. Right. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I don't think the the morning thing is gonna work for me. I need to figure out what's gonna work. But I, you know, I, I've been trying to, you know, trying to watch my eating as far as different stuff, not just you know. You know the normal stuff we take in. You know I gotta you know try different vitamins. You know I'm feeling sluggish and shit. You know I just I just need to nail it down of, of what to do. Yeah. So. Yeah. I man, always I, feel like I'd be a great uh, weight loss advisor for other people because <laughs> I've done it before and I know what needs to be done. But they'd be like, man, your fat ass ain't gonna tell me no fucking shit about getting in shape. Shut the fuck up. Right. That's how I feel like I can't tell nobody. I could tell people shit, but I feel like they're not gonna really buy into it. But, like, anybody who's known me for a long time, like, knows, like, yeah, that nigga was into it. Because, like, I had that long-ass fucking four squares thing of me constantly checking in at the gym. Mm-hmm. Like, I was, in, I was in that life, dog. But, I don't know, man. I, just, I can't even fucking get up to fucking do that shit no more. I'm so fucking tired all the time. Yeah, it just got to make time, man. I just don't know how. I know 
<clears throat> with me having uh start by back in school next week and you know just it's a right it's it's amazing all right so uh let's wrap this one up um so next week um is the currently we're at the uh today is the 12th well it was the 12th it's the 13th now because after midnight but um we record again. It's going to be the 19th. We're going to post on the 20th, which is the um, inauguration. And uh, I was thinking, like, I'd like to maybe, like, get Axel, Axel Foley on and talk to him about uh, what's happened during the course of the past few months since the election and maybe talk about um, what we can look I say look forward, but what we can uh, expect <laughs> for the... Uh, right. For the... Uh, uh, President Trump, <laughs> it's ridiculous. I feel like saying like President Flavor Flav, like like President Trump. I've like, seen people call him Donald che- fucking Trump. I've seen people call him Cheeto. Yeah, President. Oh man, I could see me doing that for the next four years. Just calling like a President Cheeto for four years. I'm down. I'm President down Cheeto. too. I'm down. That's but, forever um, my nickname. Yeah. So yeah, get Axel on and maybe talk about um uh yeah, like I said, what's happened during the course of the past couple of months. What we can expect going forward, uh, what happened, how like what happened instead of like how we got here, you know. So I I, I would kind of like to do that. Um, we also want to do a we're talking about doing a a food podcast with um uh, games we don't play podcast. Well, and, food uh, episode, Baylor. not necessarily. Yeah, yeah, podcast, yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah, food episode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, with uh with the games we don't play podcast and Baylor are great and talk about um. Just like just talk about food and shit, just like eating, like uh, on the hills of me talking about trying to get healthy. Yeah, we, and, and we kind of talked to the we tweeted, but we want to make it really structured, really you know interesting. You know, folks that want to you know hear our our local foods as great and hear others. So you know, we gonna do it, but we don't want to we don't want to rush it. We just want to make sure we get it right. So yeah, I, ideally, I would like to have Axel on next week to talk about uh, the political shit. And then maybe we shoot for two weeks doing the uh, food podcast with games we don't play and uh, Baylor because that uh, the idea behind that is that we we have a lot of different backgrounds. So like obviously being over Detroit, uh, games we don't play is um, Cali and Atlanta, and then I think uh, also the uh, Atlanta guy Sean is also from Chicago, so he can give some uh, flavor from there. Baylor does L.A., so like we can give like a, a Pretty strong East and West Coast kind of uh yeah I think so food type shit so we just want to talk about food and all the great shit that uh we've all consumed over the course of the past uh, past year uh Baylor has some has posted some great fucking uh food shit on our page like crazy fucking like burgers and shit like that amazing shit so he can give great tips on where to go if you roll to L A uh. Sean and Chaffee can give uh, great tips. Uh, the same for like L.A. and for Atlanta, or uh, so Sean can probably get you some Chicago spots. We can talk about Chicago spots. We both been to Chicago um, a couple of times. Uh, I saw a spot that I went to in Chicago on a uh, some show. Fucking I don't know. <laughs> Foods and shit on Travel Channel. Foods whatever the fuck. Shit. Whatever the fuck it's called. But uh, yeah, and then uh, we can give you guys some spots here to hit up so yeah I, I, we're looking forward to the food episode um so yeah i mean that's really all i got man you got anything you want to add um 
no, I think that's it. You know, I think, you know, what our, I'm just adding on to, you know, the whole weight loss and working out goals, you know, just hopefully have some tips, you know, each week or whatever. And just hopefully we stuff we could pull it through. Um, yeah, send that shit in too. Like if you like, you know, like I was saying that like I have personal problems with like getting up. Like I, I'm like mad tired all the time, all the time tired. So if you got tips to where I can fucking function off five or six hours of sleep, fucking send that shit in, man. I need that shit. So you know, give us some tips on that shit. Um, yeah, let us know. Yeah. So. Other than that, we wrap up. Um, as always, you can find our podcast on uh, everything. Twitter. On everything. On Bucky, everything. Everything. You know, Twitter, Facebook, our individual Twitters. Uh, his is Microscore Aaron. Mine is Blame Otis. Uh, our email, what of the podcast at Gmail. Hit us up with questions, comments. Um, all right, good you shit. Could, even if we're bad, just just email us and tell us why. Yeah, and I leave mean, us a you know, leave just, us a, a uh, review on iTunes. Yeah, I I haven't checked lately, but uh, hopefully y'all getting those uh those reviews in. So other than that, uh, we'll see y'all next week. Indeed, we will. Peace. Peace.